With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three billionaire playboys. One, but also sometimes two lowly entrepreneurs. One chance to hit the big bucks. If you've seen Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, this is the same as those, but not similar enough to constitute any sort of legal action. This is Rat's Nest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rat's Nest. Yes, it is the only podcast hosted by three multi-billionaire playboys. It's a show where lowly entrepreneurs pitch their business and product ideas in exchange for our big money and our cash dollar bills. I am Sherman Michael Shunk. Mamma mia, it's a new year, baby. And these are my biggest dollar bad boys. I'm talking about the incomparable Jeremiah saying, baby. Hey, it's Jeremiah saying, baby. Happy new year. Yes, Jeremiah. And I'm also talking about, well, he's arguably the baddest boy of the self-help industry. And you cannot argue that. It's butt nut. Butt nut PhD. Dr. Nut. PhD. I, I apologize. Wow. I had no idea. Uh, the PhD stands for physical help doctor. Okay, very. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a physical trainer. Physical help. <laughs> I am a help doctor in uh, basically every respect. You know, I care about the welfare of the people of Earth, most specifically the billionaires and up. Hell yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that's why that's why you fit in here so nicely. That's why you're here. You are a fellow billionaire. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I appreciate your presence, and I appreciate your cash. And, oh, my Lord in heaven. And all your books have really helped me. I mean, you've been on the bestseller list how long now? All of your books. One million weeks. A, yeah, a million weeks, I think. A million, for yeah. About a million weeks. All your yeah. books. Oh, oh, the places you'll blow. That's not my book. That's not <laughs> oh, my book. Oh, right. That was Doctor. Yeah, You're confusing me with Dr. That. Seuss. And, and that is a, just yeah. another doctor. And I, he did write that book. That's also. true. He's another doctor. That's right. Dr. Seuss wrote parodies of all of his own books. But I have written many um, famous self-help books. Mm-hmm. I wrote um, Good Enough As You Are L. And, oh. it's, and it's a book about how to, how to not lose yourself in, on the internet. On the right. internet. Yeah. It's so easy to lose yourself it's on the It's really internet. easy to lose yourself online. Yeah. Some say I'm still lost in there. I, I was going to say. I yeah. can't turn my computer on without feeling afraid. I open a browser tab and I don't know what to do next. And it gets quite frightening. So having a book like yours around, even just having it on the shelf, gives me the confidence to uh, just turn the computer back off. And get my life back in order. Yep. And um, you guys are familiar with Elf on the Shelf? Speaking of the shelf? Of course. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're probably possibly also familiar with my massive bestseller, Self on the Shelf. (laughs) (laughs) And that's about, it is sort of a deep dive into how eager some of us are 
to put ourselves on the shelf, um, which is to say... Uh, put baby in the corner. That's very right. much like put baby in the yes. corner. Yes, let's not it's, do it. It's you gotta you gotta live it. your life. You, you gotta, gotta be ready life. to step out that door and live yes. your life. Don't put yourself on the shelf. That book really did help me take myself off of my shelf, having an out of body experience during every meeting, and I put myself back in my body, and then I negotiate like hell. That's it. I mean, that's, that's one it. of the better things about being a billionaire is the inherent ability that each of us have to, to have an out of body extract experience. our spirits from our bodies and float above the business boardroom during the meetings and kind of get a better perspective of what kind of deal is really happening here. What am I agreeing to here? What are what are these numbers really saying exactly. to me? As a businessman, as a spirit floating above a boardroom. <laughs> yeah. It's something that people don't talk about because they aren't aware of it because most yep. people are not billionaires and it's something that i think that we should touch on more often to be honest because it i is, agree for for newer billionaires it's a frightening experience when you have your first <laughs> out-of-body uh boardroom meeting i mean we've all flatlined it's such a fun i mean look oh, we, know, we love to flat we love flatlining, flatlining. Is, we should we tell so everybody it's actually you know what and i'm realizing now it's been a while it's been a, yes, it has been a while. Line. Do you guys remember your first flatline? It's something oh that I know God. a lot of people. It's something you don't forget. But I'm curious if you guys remember what was it like? You know, was it you know was it a, a memorable experience? Was I it flatlined at prom. Yeah, yeah. my first nice. flatline was That's at prom. Amazing. Me and some uh, fellow uh, uh, students, we uh, we snuck out of the uh, dance hall, out of the gym, and we um, <clears throat> we flatlined. We had sort of a little table set up in the. Uh, in the science room. And so, and the three of us flatlined and I brought something back. Ooh. I brought like a specter back. And, okay. you wow. know, I'm not ashamed to say that, um, that specter was a big hit, <laughs> a big hit at prom. And, you know, sort of immediately won people over, changed wow. a lot of votes and won prom queen. That's very impressive. That's that was huge. my, that was my first sexual experience too, was I slept wow. with the, Thing that I'd brought back. Six, 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 oh my six. God! See, this Not is why Button Up is the bad boy of the self-help. Can I ask what you boys got up to for the uh, for pedestrians' ho- uh, holidays? I know billionaires. We you know we kind of celebrate holidays kind of whenever we like, but uh, you know the layman had their holiday uh, break over the last couple weeks, and you know we took the upper as we do. We take any opportunity to take time off work. What did you boys get up to, if anything? I'm curious. Yeah, I flatlined. I communed with Mahatma Gandhi. Um, I communed with um, the late, great Carrie Fisher. Oh, what did Carrie Fisher have to say? Yeah, tell us what she had to say. You know what? Oddly, she was just like, she never cared for that slave girl outfit. The one in the third Star Wars movie. In the third Star Wars movie. a slave girl is, uh, you mm-hmm, know, is what you Google. And you, what people, she doesn't like how uh, the generations of young women are going, uh, young women and when and everything in between are going out at, for Halloween is that version of her. The sort of gold bikini, is that what it is? That yeah, very like revealing gold bikini. gold bikini with the little right. chain around her neck. It's always been fascinating to me how, how up in arms a lot of people get about the slave layout, the, the kind of fetish around that. And nobody talks about the fact that these huts are depicted as just these people that are just nude at all times. Listen, we know I, a hut. I know a hut. Yeah, I we all know, know huts. We, we all know, know a hut. Yeah. I can yeah. You know what huts. I mean? We know, we know Chris Hutt. We know Chris, Chris Hutt. Hutt. Yeah. I know Emil these, Hutt. These are, these are beans. These are beans who, yeah. who wear clothes. You know, they aren't, these aren't just fiends walking, you know... Tatooine is not a nudist colony. Exactly. To your point, uh, Sherman, Chris Hutt, far from being a nudist, mm. in the way that Jabba is portrayed in the Star Wars films, uh, Chris Hutt 
is a a, a fine dresser, a lover of clothes. No, he's, he's got. A, he's a ta- he's, yes. he's a trained tailor. Now, yes. is he a sort of roly poly creature of <laughs> uncertain origins and green, scaly exterior with a little tail? Of course, absolutely. Does, Does he knowledge? drag himself about like a yeah. like a prehistoric slug? Yes, yeah. but um, you know the the threads. On this beast, yeah, the man very is very well tailored. I've very never well seen tailored. newer drip in my life with yeah. this man. Nothing this bespoke. Hunt, this nothing hunt bespoke. Is, this hunt is nothing bespoke. This hunt is covered in the new drip. The man is dripping excellence. The quality of the of the of the clothing on this on this hunt is astronomical, and I don't just mm-hmm. say that because he's from another world. He's got pocket square game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my he's God. got um he's got uh, his sock. He always has an incredible sock. Just on the on end, the end of his slug <laughs> body. Ass. <laughs> yeah, he wears a sock on his tail. He covers up almost every single square every, inch yeah, of his horrible yeah. body. His jewelry game is good. That chain that makes it all the way around his three meter perimeter, I suppose, or you know, whatever you it's incredible. He knows what he's doing. He wears big, big tall boots. Mm. Somehow. He, he wears mm. he wears distressed jeans. Yeah. Mm. He, he he has shirts with sort of flames on them. Exactly. But not, not in a way that you're used to. Not in a way that you're exactly and I gotta correct your math though. Those are acid wash. They're those acid jeans. Wa- those there used jeans. to be a really uh, distasteful joke about how often huts would wear distressed jeans. People call them di- di- distressed jeans. Di- these jeans are duress jeans. These jeans are under yeah, duress. Under the, duress. Amount of, the amount of uh, stretch going on that these things are suffering through. You know, this is a joke that people would make because yeah. huts are known to be quite large. Tasteless. Yeah. It's a tasteless, tasteless joke, yeah. and I resent it on behalf of my friends, uh, you know, my friend Chris Hutt, for example. Exactly. The yeah. thing about huts, though, is like, it's like, you're depicting. So I'm sorry. You want to have this hut be nude in your film because I guess you think, oh, humans don't realize that, uh, you know, they don't know these huts. They don't know these right. huts like me. Huts are actually, I'd say, generally a thousand times more attractive with layers on. You know, because these, because these, it's not just Chris. You know, we're talking about Chris being this incredibly well dressed hut, but most yeah. huts are pretty well known. They, pretty they're well known, known for, for their dangerous. for their drip. The number of times we've been at a party and Chris Hutt rolls up. <laughs> in his in his gorgeous car, his gorgeous Lambo, oh Lambo. and the and the Big and the suicide Lando. doors float his up. Lando, and, yeah, and his Chris, Lando, his Landogini, <laughs> Landorgini, and Chris Hutt just oozes out, pops yeah. in the door, and says, "Chris Hutt is here." Yeah, and then we yeah. all cheer, yeah. and we yeah. look at what he's wearing: his yeah. capes, his yeah. uh, his uh, tall pointed hats, which he. <laughs> which he he sort of he's the first guy to wear that he's to sort of bring the, back the witch's so well. hat sort of look. He's sort of a designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, when he announces himself, he doesn't say it in English, but we all know the language. Yeah, yeah. he goes. So we just speak whatever we want to speak, and he speaks his kind of gnarly Tatooinean kind of. Yeah, he's generous. He absolutely very generous. He absolutely. But he's translating on the fly. Crushes it on Halloween because he does like to come to Earth for. They don't do Halloween on the hot planet <laughs> yeah. but they we do it here and chris i remember yeah. the last time we he do came do it by here. he was we you know we were celebrating halloween and the man is a, an absolute legend he yeah. did he did uh he kind of like had to he did this thing one year where he kind of had to lean forward and kind of keep his tail up in the air but what he did was on both <laughs> ends of himself he had two sets of pajamas and he painted his head and his tail 
uh, yellow. He was the bananas in pajamas on Halloween. Oh That's wow! And he kind of sat. He kind of situated himself underneath the, the table so that you just thought it was oh, there's two bananas. Kind of on either side of this table. Yeah. It was so fun. funny. Yeah, and people yeah. were really enjoying it, and he brought a lot of joy to the season. Yeah, love that guy, Chris Hunt. Well, you ask how the holidays were, Sherman. I gotta be honest, they were um, they were a little bit tough at the Butt Nut household. Damn, billionaires, we celebrate Christmas whenever we want. It's not a designated yeah. thing um, because we know the truth about our Lord Christ. Which is that uh, he was born on Christmas Day. Yes, that is true. But he, but there were m- many Christs <laughs> throughout yeah. the years, and they were born, you know, on you know, if you if you take every Christ that if was you born, take every, yeah, the, technically, and you could celebrate any day of the year, and it is a secret we billionaires hold close. Yeah, and uh, we so that's the truth. So that's real. That's, that's how we were able to build real. up our billions. You know, we could celebrate Christmas when it's off season. You know, yeah, you know. So it saves anyway. a lot of money. But we do indulge uh, in the uh, traditional Christmas time celebration as well because, you know, the whole world's sort of getting whipped up into a fervor. And, it's all, uh, also the only time of year you can get a fucking, your hands on a fucking Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Oh, Lord, yeah. yeah. Good luck finding turtles any other time of the fucking year. It doesn't matter how much money you got. You're only going to find them in December. Sherman's makes me, right. makes me fucking but sick. But now I've got a Ferrero Rocher and a turtles outlet in my home. So I can enjoy. Right. Anyhow, speak on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that the true Christ that we celebrate, the billionaire Christ. Um, are, are we going to list off the three things that the Christ ch- child got? Because I know I know them off by heart. And this is a good riff that we've had before. Yeah. <laughs> and so let's. So billionaire Christ received. Yes. Gold. Gold. And freaking gold, and freaking more gold. And this Christ that everyone else is celebrating, he's getting his frankincense. He's getting his. I mean, is come it, on, myrrh, yeah, myrrh, myrrh. In that and day, this is a good the riff. best part about is, the yeah. fact that there are so many that there isn't just one. Like it's so stupid to think that there would only be one Christ. There'd child. only be one. Exactly. It's such a stupid belief. It's literally the only like, thing that. But that's the best be part is of. that you can kind of pick, you can kind of choose which Christ child am I going to celebrate the life of this year? Exactly. You know? This yeah. year I did the child who was given the Xbox Series S. Exactly. PlayStation and got, 5. And in his stocking. And a Nintendo Switch. Very Lighthouse. recent Christ. That's a very Well, that's who Christ. I celebrated on this year. I mean, everyone wants to celebrate um, Manger Christ. Yes, that's, you yeah. know, that's the commonly celebrated Christ. Yeah, but yeah, we yeah. know there's Skateboard Christ. Skateboard Christ. We know there's... <laughs> We know yes, there's, uh, there's there's Charlie um, bit my finger Christ. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, there's Twitch Christ, Twitch TV Christ. There's, grump, there's Grumpy Christ. There's Tall Christ. Um, tall Christ. Yeah, there's there's you know, and then there's the Christ Twins. <laughs> That's right. I was just gonna say I've always been very creeped out by the Christ Twins. Yes. You know my yeah. stance on twins. I'm You've mentioned not man. a fan. Not you a don't fan. celebrate them in your in your household. It's true. I don't, no, and I don't suffer you them do the, either. You do the opposite. Yeah, you condemn them. I've only had to remove two of my own children from mm. my life, and I don't want to have to do it again. Well, no, you're afraid of twins, and that's fine. It's a legitimate concern for you. There shouldn't be two of the same person. <laughs> I'm with you You here, don't know Sherman. what it's like when you wake up in the morning, and, and you have two daughters that look the same. But you walk yeah. into the kitchen, there's one of them, and then you go into the living room, and you're thinking, didn't I just see you in the other room? Yeah, that's right. What the yeah. fuck? You know I mean, what I mean? I, I've always admired your, you know, it's decisive scary. attitude. Toward and may I say, though, Sherman, this. may I say that, 
your daughters did bear a resemblance to one another. Yeah, it was but familial. Crucially, they were one was significantly older than the other, mm. and they were not twins. Okay, but so, they were both born of my wife's womb. Right. Right. Yeah. At that, and that's twins. Right. Well, but I would say that's not twins. I think that it's okay. sort of missing the critical component of twins. Exactly. Which is that they were born simultaneously or, or nearly. Nearly simultaneously. Exactly. Any resemblance that one bore to the other is simply familial. Okay. Well, Ultimately, then ex- okay, they then look explain like you this. as well. Okay. All right. Then explain this. They both had hair. Yeah. Every day I'd have to make food for them three days a week, or three t- times a day I'd make right. food for them You're just seven describing days a week. having a two having children. Having two children, um, yeah. Let me ask you this, Sherman. Do you remember uh-huh. a time when there was just one? Yes. Okay, well. Right, and then sort of the other one came a little bit later. Yes. This is what it's like to have multiple children. Because, Sherman, may I also say that sometimes you see me and Jeremiah together and you ask us what we're playing at. <laughs> What you say, you say? What kind of? Well, you say what kind of devilry is this? So I may it may I propose that you maybe have some sort of a facial recognition issue? Yeah, some kind that, of aphasia. Yeah, that, that makes it just sort of difficult to tell any two people apart. Can I ask you guys a favor? Anything. Of course, yeah. Will you help me get my daughters back? <laughs> What's happened? Did you send them away? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, see. I thought they were twins. And I thought you were joking, you know. He did mention that he sent them away, but we didn't believe we didn't want to believe you. Sherman, I don't know what to tell you. Where did you send your daughters? Do you have any sort of way of getting in touch with them? I don't know where they went. I don't know what direction they got thrown. Direction. Yeah. Um I put them in my bit. You guys remember that big huge um hand that I made? Where I would, where anytime I wanted to throw something away, I would okay. just as like a fun joke, I would kind of stand next to it, and it yeah. would be like it was throwing it over my shoulder, but it was right. a big, comically it was a big trebuchet. It was trebuchet. Yeah, it was a trebuchet type. Thing. Yeah, it was yeah. like a catapult yeah. that looked like a hand. Yeah. So I don't know what direction they went. There's just so much different information sort of involved in this story. <laughs> so, so let me just let me just get my sort of. Uh, head wrapped around this a little bit. So yeah. it's hard to understand. So he hates, he hates his so twins. A, so you had a tearful day where you put your two daughters of different ages, and I want to say significantly different ages. I think there were six years separating these girls. I think it was about it was eleven. You put these two. Uh, I would say one girl and one young woman. Yeah. I, I put <laughs> into, my twin daughters into, the, into, a, into, into a cartoonishly designed catapult. Yeah. And you uh, and you launched them into the air uh, in a direction that you failed to note. So we like here, we so like to use flung. You flung them. You flung them. Uh, yeah. So so here's what I would say. Here's sort of two things I would say. One is they can't be that far away <laughs> because even the biggest catapult I've ever seen, you know, you're not launching them further than a mile, maybe two miles. So they are probably in this city unless they've sort of just moved on of their own volition. Mm. I will add this. They may have perished. Because that's another thing we know to be true about. Perish France? (laughs) Not not perish France. I'll just try calling their cell phones. I guess. Yeah, that's okay. And let's start from there, maybe. That's a good place to start, absolutely. Guys, can I tell you what I've been working on? 
Please. Uh, down at Same Baby Industries, we're cooking up a new product in the lab, and it's basically it's a device that will grind any bean for coffee. So, you know, we're talking jelly beans. We're talking kidney okay. beans. We're talking cannellini, cannelloni beans. We're talking, you know, any other kind of figurative bean. Well, I have I have had one of your patented uh, kidney bean coffees, and I will say... Um, it's packed full of protein. So I feel like the purpose of grinding a bean is when Aye. it's a hard bean, mm. you need to grind it down to a powder in order to... Sort of yes. mix it with water. With yeah. a kidney bean, it's already so moist. Yeah, there's a lot of moisture in a kidney bean. I didn't like it. <laughs> I loved it. Okay. Wow. But I, I loved it to a point. And okay. that point was the max. The maximum, <laughs> the maximum point. And I love the product name. I think it's so catchy. It's longer than a product name should be. But bean there, grind that. Bean there, grind oh, yeah. that. It's thank you. I appreciate it. We really it took us. I had to fire a whole R and D team. These eggs. Oh yeah. They think I so love. Fun. I love. Yeah. I love some of the ideas you were coming out with when we were because we were yeah. talking about how the perfect coffee shop. You know, you gotta have. It's gotta be a pun name. Gotta be a pun. And, it has to and be you a gotta pun. have bean or something like that. Something in like there that. Somewhere. Percolating. Well, in most municipalities, yeah. it, it's illegal not it's to illegal have it, not to have it yeah. and, and that that right. trend is spreading the it's, it's sweeping spreading. the nation and it's spreading all over the nation as well um and we uh all frequent the coffee shop slash funeral parlor down the street from my house d-r-i-p oh my god <laughs> what a and spot do, like, you know this place what a spot i i love you know you go in <laughs> when you got you that apartment pretty down the block much from there i lost my mind i was so jealous it was. It's a great place. It's the kind of place where you you'll walk in talking loudly on the phone, and they'll immediately shush you because yes, there's a yes. there's you there's know, an there's open casket. Sort of a, there's a viewing. There's an open casket. There's a viewing. A family is present yes, there in morning. morning. Yeah. But the coffee's so good. It's so and good. You and then you kind of start to object. You say like, but it's part of the business. I'm allowed to. <laughs> and then the baristas behind the coffee shop will be like, yeah, but yeah, just, yeah. just for now while exactly. they're while they're so. It's an interesting business model, you know. Not to be confused, by the way, that place, D-R-I-P, mm. with R-I-P-D, the Rest uh, in Peace Department, the movie right. Rest in Peace, in Department. Peace Department. Wow. Well, Sherman, are you working on anything these days? Um, am I working on anything these days? Yes and no. I've kind of got a project going at the moment. It's, mm. It was kind of an accidental project. Speaking of the holidays and Christmas, I was uh, in my living room of my mansion and I, it was Christmas day and I was flailing around my favorite holiday microphone because I love to do karaoke on Christmas day. You know, I love to sing all the hits off of my favorite Christmas album, really quite a Chris Cornell Christmas <laughs> featuring Chris Cornell, the voice of Chris yes, Cornell, of course, of course of sound garden fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, now deceased, R.I.P. Speaking of R.I.P. R.I.P.D. And I was swinging around my favorite microphone during the instrumental part of Spoon Man. Sure. And whoop, what do you know? I bonk my poor son uh, clean in the head. My son, knock him out. He's on <laughs> yes. the ground. Uh-huh. Um, I get him to the ER, um, uh-huh. the extra room that I have <laughs> in my house. Yeah, you where, have many of those. Where yeah, there's a doctor. ERs. The ER, the extra room where there, I have a doctor who hangs out. <laughs> kind of like to keep him on retainer. 
He's also a dentist. He did my retainer. And yeah, so you keep retainer. him in retainer you keep also. Him in retainer as well. Keep him on retainer, and then he, keep, yeah. he keeps you in yeah. retainer. Well, because he got both. He got he went to school for both things, and when I met him, he was only doing retainers. Retainers, and I thought, yeah. I thought you have all this other skill. Like, why? Yeah. You're, it's going to waste. Why don't you come here? Hang. I'll put you up in my extra room. We'll call it yeah. an ER. And we'll and and you uh, you know I guarantee I'll give you plenty of work. So yeah. Uh, that's and true. he's been working. So my son was out cold, knocked yeah. out. The boy was right. fast asleep, but it wasn't sleep. Sturgeon, my boy, has got permanent, temporary, permanent memory loss. Uh-huh. Temporary, uh, permanent memory loss. Oh, yeah, damn. permanent, temporary memory loss, meaning well, he has, well, this is, you know, it's sad as it is. On the bright side, he's completely forgotten about our tumultuous relationship. Wow, wow. Whoa, okay. So I'm dealing with a clean slate of a boy right now. I can rewrite all of the wrongs that I've committed against him. It's perfect. He doesn't remember any of the times I missed his baseball games because I was tired and decided not to go. He doesn't remember any of the times when he was graduating and uh, I didn't make it to the graduation because I was tired and I yeah. didn't want to go. Were, I mean, he doesn't remember, yeah. uh, you know, me telling him, you know, I'll pick you up after school. I'll pick you up from the, from you know, practice. And I didn't show up because I was tired and I didn't yeah, want to go. Congratulations, Sherm. That's really great. A, a, yeah. a clean slate is a clean such slate, a, a new, a whole new. It's not even a new chapter. It's like a whole new book. It's a whole new book son. that you can write starting now. Yeah. And all the pa- the pages haven't even been written. They haven't been written yet. Well, they have, but they were shredded. Well, I'm and- gonna have to start writing them. And I'm hoping that you boys can help me come up with some ideas for what I can do, things I can tell my son about myself, just yeah. new kind of stories, new kind of, you know, I don't want to call them lies, but just kind of yeah, like I'm no, re- no, I get stories. to rewrite you get history to rewrite, right yeah. now. You don't need to lie to this boy. You just, um, I think you can just start now, start loving this boy now and raise him in the way that you would want to be raised as a child yourself. I mean, you've had yeah. many missteps as a father, as we've discovered in this today's podcast. You know, you've <laughs> launched you launched your two daughters far away. Mm-hmm. Um, you flung them. Okay, well, that's good. See, he doesn't know that now. Like, what if he says, you know, because he's still kind of, I'm kind of just taking care of him still. He's still, I don't want him up and moving around and stuff. Um, for example, I did tell, like, I told him he is, you know, it was just a bump on the head. He can get out of bed. You know, he, he should be. Doctor says he's good tomorrow. I, you know, I'm, I told him I'm enjoying my time with him. So I've, I've told him, you know, he's quite ill. He's very sick. I see. You know, this right might take away. a while. You got to stay Let's in bed, see. young man. What's that? That's Munchausen uh, syndrome. I think that's what that You don't is. need to keep him prisoner in a room in order to have a relationship with that's him. right is, is that to... is that penetrating for I you does that make sense understand where you're coming from absolutely understand where you're coming from totally I like... totally hear you <laughs> see i feel I'm, like you don't i'm hearing you i feel like you don't okay show us here for, that you and understand. i'm here for it yeah i mean i just think it's probably easier if i just kind of keep him in the bed Keep him in the room. See, that way, not, well, and that, and you know, it's not just easier? about changing history. It's about preventative measures. I don't want no. this to happen what are again. Are you trying you know? to prevent? I don't. I don't want our relationship to turn sour again. And what better <laughs> just, way than to what keep better him, way to I, then? Mm. If I keep him here, I know where he's at. I know where he's at at all times. He knows but where Sherman, I'm at all times. You have to keep lying to him about yeah. the nature of his sickness. Yes. Don't you think that that's going to make him? Uh, unhappy with you. you 
yeah, how, that how would will he build know? a new. How would he know? How's he gonna know? You gonna well, fucking rat me out? Wouldn't well, he? Doesn't I mean physically? Is this what's happening? He, You're gonna rat me feeling, out to my son? No, but okay. isn't he feeling well right now? I mean, surely he is getting a little antsy. No, he feels he like shit. I got a pump full of morphine. He doesn't know what's yeah, going no, on. Right, okay, right. so you're keeping him drugged on morphine That's like Ma thing. in the movie Ma <laughs> with her daughter. And yes, sorry, it is a Ma situation. I guess it is a bit of a Ma situation. It's a Ma situation. All right, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'll take him outside, okay. you know. I'll let him walk around. I'll let him, let walk, him around. walk around. At least yeah. let him walk around. All right. Not on a leash. I can see that little twinkle yeah. in your eye that says I've got a way that I'm going to make this weird. Yeah. Don't make it weird. And don't no. do a 10 Cloverfield Lane and tell him that, you know, the world's blown up and he can't go outside. Let him yeah. outside. Don't Just do a 10 Cloverfield don't. Lane. Don't. Okay. Well, then you're going to have to. I will do this, but it's going to take a couple weeks. I'm going to have to call the landscapers again because I had some landscapers come and tear up kind of all of the natural area around. I see, because yeah, you, were do, you were in the middle of doing a 10 Cloverfield like, lane. Like, yeah, I had it yeah. kind of look like a 10 Cloverfield okay. lane. You're sort of doing a textbook 10 Cloverfield yeah. lane. Yeah. You're creating the illusion of a sort of apocalyptic alien hellscape right. mm. in order to keep your son in what you might describe as your home, but I think we could equally accurately describe as some sort of a security bunker. It's like yeah. it's more. Of, yeah, it's room. It's, more of a it's room. It is room. It's room. And there's room for improvement as well. I'll tell you that. Wow. There's room for home improvement. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Do you know every time Tim Allen is actually on record saying this? Uh-huh. Every time he made that sound in Home Improvement. Uh-huh. That actually was his character saying, "I love." Wow. You. Uh, wait, I might be misunderstanding that. Wait, it was. Either that or I'm scared. <laughs> I think it was I'm scared. I got it confused with something else. That makes else. a lot more sense now. Wow, it's been so nice to catch up. <laughs> and I cannot wait to speak with you again next week. It's a brand new year, and it's a brand new uh, year of Rat's Nest. And who knows what's in store? Will there be products? Will we bother asking another guest to be on this show? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. We introduced the episode with, here's the premise of this. We have a guest or two on, and they pitch us products. <laughs> not even, we're not even in the vicinity of that premise. We just... And you know what? They Maybe they'll hear it all again next week. And every week when they tune into Rat's Nest with me, Sherman Michael Shunk, and Jeremiah St. Baby. In Money We Trust. And But Nut. <laughs> and, the, and the character we've all grown to love but not and also thank you to our producer Stefan and all of this he's not going to cut anything from this episode it all stays in and if he cuts out the hut material I'm out I'm out I'm walking I'm walking I'm, walking. I'm, sky, I'm sky walking here